I'm really delighted to welcome you to the first episode of this new series, Future Fix. For the next half hour and in the coming weeks, I'll be visiting various groups around the Northwest, together with scientists and environmentalists, as they tease out how working towards some of the UN's sustainable development goals might take shape in our communities on the Northwest Atlantic. Now, this morning I'm getting my future fix at the state-of-the-art Science and Nutrition Kitchen at ATU Sligo. And I'm going to join a group of school students as they turn their attention to the issue of food waste. Come in here. This is what we call sensory booths. And here people will usually sit down, uh, like you can see there. So you will not see what we're preparing because if you know it can affect how much you like it or not you just have to say how much you like it is that okay oh that's great that's great let's see if you will like this one even just mentioning food waste brings up so many questions about what we eat what happens in our food industry and the uncomfortable knowledge that despite the volumes of food being discarded all over the world, millions still go hungry. While this is all really very complex, I'm hoping that what we heard today might point us to some simple steps towards thinking about our own waste and will highlight the work of some scientists that are looking for solutions. you want to see these symbols around? Yeah. With all the different sustainable development goals. Um, zero hunger. Number two, it's very important because there is there's a lot of food insecurity. So by trying to use that food waste, we're helping, maybe making new products that might work for people or teaching people how to use stuff that they might have thrown away. Um, and the food waste one is in SDG 12, which is responsible consumption and production. So it's looking at how we produce our food and what we can do to improve that. And the target is to reduce the food waste, so reduce it by 50%. So there is that target there now. We have eight years left to meet that target. So hopefully we can all work together, consumers and industry. How much have we reduced it by now? don't know that target off because we've only literally started measuring properly. And then the European Commission are going to send targets specifically to each country based on the figures that they've given them in terms of how much waste we have. So they'll see how much waste each country is producing and then they'll say, right, to meet the target you need to reduce this by a certain amount. And then we have to work really hard to try and meet those targets and everybody has to do it. At the Department of Health and Nutritional Sciences at the ATU in Sligo, PhD student Shelley Fox has been searching for ways to reduce food waste by creating new food products that are made from parts of fruits and vegetables which we often throw away. The research is funded by the Connacht Ulster Alliance Bursary and is supervised by Dr Owen Kenny, Dr Francesca Nocci and Dr Maria Dermiki, who we'll also be hearing from in this programme. Today, a group of school students are happily volunteering as guinea pigs to put some of Shelley's fare to the test. We're going to give you two samples of soup. You don't know which one is which. You don't know what is inside the soup. But we're just going to ask you to tell us how much you like it. And that's it. Is that okay? So choose your booth 
I couldn't think of anything better to kickstart us on a wintry afternoon than a warming bowl of soup. The students started off with a taste test to compare two different soups. One made as we normally would in our own kitchen and one made using only the peels, stalks and leaves that we'd usually discard when we're cooking. How did you find the soups, first of all? Really? Was there one that you liked the most? Which I one was the it? Second. I liked the first one more than the last yeah, one. Yeah, definitely the first one. You liked the first one? Yeah. And what about you, Xenia? I like the first one. Oh, that's very interesting. <laughs> now, do you know what was there in the soup? Can you guess? That was, was the first soup. one. So that's the I first one. I think that one was the first one. That was the second. You're very good, actually. Because, very the, good. because the first one was green and there's quite a lot of green in there. Mm-hmm. That's true. So indeed, the first one was the greener one and it contained... Carrots carrot peels. Carrot peels. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to waste them. Generally, when we buy carrots, we get a bag like that. And we don't even see this green, but we now know that we can use this green. And that's what we've done. We've taken the tops of the carrots and we've taken any bits of peelings and we've put that in that bowl. So the first soup that you tasted was made totally from the produce that we might normally throw away. We had some celery and we had some leek. So the leek that we used, we used the green heart is in the first soup. And that's the bit that you normally throw away. That's really interesting because I usually don't like any um, leek or celery. But you like that first one? Yeah. Now if you knew what was there in the soup, what do you think? Would you like it or not? Well, I probably would have tasted it. I wouldn't know. And the second one is the soup that, you know, we would make with the ingredients usually that we would use at home. So what you can do then is actually use all of it, put two together and make a big bowl of soup for it. And then you're not wasting anything. So do you want to weigh how much she would use? This is the amount that she would put inside the soup. So the carrots, the celery, the leek, 337. Let's see now how much we would waste. How much is it? 235. 235. So we would throw away 235 of ingredients and nutrients. They would go to waste. And there's lots of fiber and lots of vitamins and lots of minerals in there that we need to keep us all healthy. So if we start using the greens more, we'll get more fiber because a lot of Irish people don't have enough fiber in their diet and that will help us to stay nice and healthy. So there's plenty of good reasons to be consuming. But we have to be careful always that they are good enough to be used because if they reach that point where you start getting mold, then we can't be using them. Well, that was a bit of an eye opener. How could we be throwing away almost the same amount of vegetables as we would as a general rule put into our soup? This led us on to a wider discussion about getting the very best out of the fruit and veg that we buy. The cards that Shelley showed you are nice and fresh. Can you see these ones? Would you, would you use these carrots? Mm. Not normally, no. Well, you wouldn't, you definitely not. Maybe that one and that one. Is it a nice orange colour? <laughs> so the ones that are nice and orange and nice and bright look fresher, don't they? These ones, we have stored them for too long. We bought too many and we didn't use them. And that was left in the fridge for 
a very long time and it turned out black. And what about the pepper? It has mold on one end. It's like half of it is, is good to eat. Like if you, if you try to squeeze it, it might be too soft in some places, even where the mold, like when there is no mold still. Whereas look at this one. There are some good molds, but you have to know which ones uh, are good. Yeah. There's certain molds on bread and that that wouldn't cause you to get sick. They just might taint the taste of it and things like that. But there's certain molds there when you see they're starting to create a lot of spoilage and then you stay away from them. That's, that's not food for humans. That's no. food for the plants. That's <laughs> to use your um, wasted fruit and vegetable yeah. that, that are inedible. I know you can make vegetable stock with just like all the thing, peelings and stuff if you put it in a bowl and then simmer it in water and you get vegetable stock. So That's a brilliant idea. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's, that's, um, that's another solution. And sometimes, you see, we go to the supermarket and they say, buy one, get another free because they're close to the expiration date. And we say, oh, I, you know, it's, it's an offer so I can buy that. But then I don't really need it and it ends up being wasted in the fridge. So this is what has happened to us with these carrots and these peppers. These are the tips that they give you in to stop food waste. So plan your meals for the week and then write out the ingredients you need on a nice shopping list and bring that to the supermarket and only buy what you need for those meals. And then you can manage it better. And then when you get it home, you also have to make sure to store it correctly. And if you have a little bit extra, what you need to do is know what you have extra in the fridge. So you might only use half a pepper, but you could put the other bit into the fridge and maybe chop it up and use it in another dish, maybe for your lunch the next day or something. In a salad. In a salad, yeah. And as, as Shelley said, like organize your fridge. So when you get something new, don't store it in the front of your fridge and push the old ones at the back. Bring the older ones in the front so that you consume the older ones first. In this way, you don't end up wasting um, perfectly fine food because you forgot about it. Mm. So there's lots of ways of reusing, but you have to be, I suppose, very smart about where you store things in your fridge. And most of us aren't pretty good at that. We, we, need, we need a lot of practice even the grown-ups. <laughs> and it's not just we have extra waste, we also lose nutrients, we lose good stuff that, you know, otherwise we would eat them and they would be good for us. So it's not just that we end up having more waste, it's also that we lose some nutrients because we don't eat them. Well, next up, there's more to tickle our taste buds. These happy chewers got stuck into a few snacks that the research team are considering. So one way that Shelley used these was to create, um, to make a soup. But she has made some other nice stuff. We've made some crisps with um, some carrot and with some apple. And we have some that are peeled and some that aren't. And what we did was we popped them into a trays in the dehydrator. But at home, you can do the same thing. You slice them up nice and finely and put them on a tray, evened out, into an oven at a very, very low temperature. So the lowest you can get in the oven, literally put them in in the morning and by the afternoon they'd be ready. 
something you can try and maybe it's a different way to eat your fruit and vegetables. You can also see the bowls behind, how much waste was created. But this is how much the two apples that we would have wasted had we peeled them. Whereas you can just see we're just left with the cores. And you can see on the carrots, I just literally scraped a few of the darker parts off, took the tops and tails. Or you can just wash them really well, make sure there's no dirt or any anything left on them and use them as they are. How do they taste? Excellent. The it's unpeeled lovely. apple. I want to really try as well. Yeah, yeah. Apple. it's really sweet. Yeah. So, which do you prefer, the peeled or the unpeeled? I like the carrot skin. It's really yeah. You can taste the carrot mm -hmm. peeled. Sorry. What do you think about how they look? Mm. See the ones with the peel in particular. Do you think they look okay? Would they buy them if they mm. were in a packet of crisps? I don't think I would if I didn't know how what they tasted yeah. like, but they're quite tasty. You need to try them first. Yeah. So if you knew that they come from, you know, leftovers, would you buy them? Do you think that they would be unsafe? Would do you think they would not taste good? What is it that would make you not want to eat them? Do you think that they are dirty, disgusting? What do you think? It leftovers sounds dirty. Yeah. Bad. Maybe reused food. That's how you would like. So do you all agree or do you have another idea? Reuse. What about upcycled? Oh, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, because like, there's something new, they're not yeah. Or rejuvenated. Yeah. yeah. Rejuvenated sounds like you brought, you brought them back to life. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There is another term that is being used, waste to value. It's like a two number instead of, you know, the two so it could be more marketing. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> I think they really like them, especially the apples. Yeah, the apple's gone. <laughs> the apple definitely is really good. Yep. Yeah. So does everybody prefer the apple to the carrots? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I prefer the, I prefer the carrots. Why did you prefer this one? Why? Because they taste like carrots. I prefer the carrots as well. It's just I think the apple is too sweet. It all seems to make so much sense. How can we be wasting so much good food? Of course, with a bit of thought, we can avoid this kind of waste at home. But let's think on a larger scale of the tons of peels, ends and stalks that are generated by food producers every day. What the farmers would possibly do is, is compost what they're not using. Um, but then they devalue their products then, by composting them. And, you know, what we are investigating is how to use these to make new products that will be um, accepted by the consumers. But um, there is a lot of research happening as well in order to use these um, byproducts or wastes uh, and extract um, compounds from them that could have beneficial effects um, on the human health or they could again be used as preservatives, as um, antioxidants to extend the shelf life of food and by extending the shelf life of food having less food waste. But you also have to take into consideration how much it would cost to do that. 
in our case, what we're doing, for example, trying to use these ingredients to create new products, um, we would like to see, is it, you know, feasible? And uh, there are companies like that are using this, um, these ingredients to make new products. Um, actually, there is a company here in Ireland who are upcycling bananas. Um, and, you know, in terms of the bananas, we don't produce them here, obviously, uh, but there is a lot of uh, waste in relation to bananas. Um, so, so, yeah, this is, this is a company, Cream of the Crop, and um, they do use bananas that um, they're not... Um, they're not useful anymore. They're not um, accepted by the supermarkets, etc. And they make sweets or um, like they cover them in chocolate. Um, and you have a variety of uh, products like this. Now, back in the kitchen, the discussion on getting the best out of all of the effort and resources we put into growing and producing food was in full flow. Taking in reducing waste in our kitchens, greenhouse gases and getting the most possible value from what we put into food production. It was a lot of waste. Like for almost the same taste, you take a lot less waste and you get a lot more. That's like a lot. Well, all the restaurants and the, the shops would buy things already prepared, make it easier for the consumer or easier for the food service. So there's an awful lot of waste that will either go to animal feed or to compost or to landfill, unfortunately. And we don't want waste going to landfill because it's creating greenhouse gases. And food waste in particular is attributed to 8 to 10% of greenhouse gas emissions. And if food waste was classed as a country, it would be the third highest emitter of greenhouse gas emissions behind China and the US. Is it because they're so decomposing? Yeah, once it decomposes, it produces CO2 and methane, which are your greenhouse gases, and it goes up into the atmosphere. Yeah, and, you know, products that are the byproducts from the food processing, but as we said earlier, there are perfectly fine fruit and vegetables that they don't have the right shape, uh, the right size, and they are being wasted. So that's the other problem. They're perfectly fine, but they're being wasted because... As the consumers, we wouldn't buy them if they don't look good. So we have the power to change things. That's that's also very important to know. Like wonky veg or ugly veg. They've used those terms and they've tried them in supermarkets in the UK. And I think they've tried them here too. Mm. Tesco have tried to sell ugly veg. And people liked it, I think. But I don't know if people were buying it enough because they seem to have stopped. Because otherwise, if it's not harvested, it's not the right shape, it goes ploughed back into the, the land. Say if you had an apple that wasn't nice and round, that's kind of what we're saying about the ugly veg, and the carrots that are not nice and straight, they're a bit bendy or they might be two bits sticking out. It's still a carrot, it still has the same nutrients, it just looks a wee bit funny to what we are used to. Try and be open-minded and educate your friends and family. Would it make you do anything differently at home? Well, we do have a compost heap, but that releases the CO2 like they were talking about. But you're using that again, and do you grow any vegetables? Yeah, yeah we grow potatoes, and so that, that lasts the whole the, year. Yeah. So you're using the compost to help you grow the potatoes, yeah. so that's not a bad thing. 
but we want to try and reduce. So if you see, we have a thing called the waste hierarchy. The bottom is going to landfill. The composting is in there, it's a wee bit further up, but really what we want to do is reduce the amount of waste. So it's not totally a really bad thing because you're putting something back, so it's something positive to do, but we want to try and reduce as much waste as we can. Because 88 million tonnes of food are discarded every year in the EU, and they're saying that every an average EU citizen wastes around 173 kilos of food annually. So one bag of sugar is one kg. So if you think 173 bags of sugar, and that's waste that every citizen in the EU is wasting on an annual basis. Like you said, like throwing away the imperfect ones, that might be a bit more of a thing as well. Hmm. Yeah, because you know, you would expect, let's say, India, there are more people there, but they don't they're waste as much because hmm. maybe they use it. Yeah, okay. And they're only starting to measure food waste now because we have a target to reduce our food waste by 50% by the year 2030. So all of EU now are trying, we all, each country has targets and we're starting to measure food waste now so that we know how much we have and we know we can put measures in place to reduce it. Next, the students rolled up their sleeves and took on some products of their own, deciding on the creation of fruit smoothies and a comparison of the waste associated with each one. We have some kiwis that you can have the skin, but hairy, but I've had smoothies with them in it. We might try that. I've got some bananas. And I've softened some of banana skin, so we can try one with a banana and some of the skin. And the apple, again, with and without the peel. Here I have some pureed strawberries and some blueberries. And we have some yogurt or some almond milk. I'm going to give you the banana skin that I kind of prepared earlier. So we're going to chop this up a little bit more and we can use this skin. So all I've done is literally put the banana skin in a little bit of water and steamed it for about two minutes just to soften it a little bit. And that will just help you digest it a bit better. So what ingredients do you have, Alana? Kiwi. And banana and apple. You're not using the skin. So we will put all the waste in one place and we will weigh how much waste we have. How much is this one? 139 grams. Okay, that's perfect. Now let's see how much you have from the things that you're gonna actually use for your smoothie 139 was the leftovers and 193 is what you're actually using so it's almost you know the same amount that we're using to make the smoothie slightly less is thrown away hmm? so Senya tell me what's in your smoothie If you look at the difference between the two, you have lots more in yours, don't you? So by using the skin, you're going to make more smoothie. Yes. It nearly looks like a double. Yeah. It smells so good. They don't look like they're 
You're going to try from both of them? That's delicious. Yeah. So this is the one with all the skins on. Some it includes skins. it includes the banana skin. Everybody agrees that one is good? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It has some texture, but it's like nice. It's not like lumps. Oh, there is one. No, 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 no. It's very nice. It is really but chunky. But Santa didn't like it. Too many seeds. Mm -hmm. <laughs> A lot of seeds. There's yeah. more fiber. So that's fine. Try the other one. Yeah. It's very nice. Mm. I actually prefer this one because it has like more like of a fruit flavor. More fruit. Mm. It's definitely a lot less chunky. It's quite smooth. So. Yeah, definitely smooth. Mm, I kind of prefer Depends. it not as smooth. I prefer the other texture, to be honest, but yeah. I prefer this taste. Okay. I prefer this one because Why? it's smoother. The other one was really chunky. And was there anything on the taste you mentioned that the fruit was stronger? Mm. Yeah, definitely In the stronger smoother one? Less. But maybe it was like the peels, they sort of took away a bit of the fruity taste. Maybe if we added more of the strawberry flavor, um, the juice, that would make it more fruity because the peel is not really fruity. But it didn't taste all that bad, so we know that we can actually use that. How many grams of waste did the... 139. Do you want to weigh the waste from your one, girls? and see. Well, it was the same... Was it the Dr. Maria Dermicki summed up a few of the issues that producers face when including these kinds of ingredients in their products. It's not all straightforward. There are issues around traceability and quality, the approval of ingredients within the EU, and how ingredients are listed on packaging. All of these things create additional cost for producers. If we're thinking about ourselves at home, as we were discussing, uh, we need to be mindful of how we uh, store these uh, products so that they will not go off and then they will be useless, of course. Um, so this is, uh, this is one of the challenges that we have from a regulatory point of view. When we're using um, these byproducts from fruit and vegetable processing is that we have to use them before they become waste. So from um, a regulatory point of view, if you have waste in your process, you need to separate them. So you can't really use them again. So that's why it's very important during your process to make sure that it will not go off um, and we will still be able to use the parts that we wouldn't uh, regularly consume and use. The other problem is being able to trace where these byproducts came from. So it's, it's difficult, but it's not something that can't be done. And we have examples even from the dairy industry that one byproduct from cheese making, which is whey, ended up being a very popular ingredient that it is being used in many industries as an ingredient. It is being used as a supplement. So um, yes, it's not that it's not possible to use these byproducts, the, the peels 
and the trimmings, uh, but there are some challenges. Um, so if you're managing your supply chain, uh, having traceability systems, and treating these uh, products before they become waste, then uh, it is possible. After all of this, I hope you'll join me in making a few changes in your own kitchen at home. There's nothing too difficult about it. Just think twice about each piece of fruit or vegetables that we're throwing into the compost. Keep a better eye on our shopping and how we store food in our fridge, something that I never really thought about before. Maria and Shelley also want to get the message out that using up our fruit and veg when it is at its freshest will mean getting the most out of it. And to make sure that everything is well washed and pesticide free before we use those peels, leaves or stalks. Here's hoping that the changes being made under the EU's Green Deal will encourage the food industry to explore waste streams in their processes. And it might help us to make an even bigger dent in the amount of food that gets wasted. In the meantime, Maria and Shelley are eagerly continuing their research. What about you guys? Did anything surprise you? The soup did, because you usually wouldn't really have any leftover soup. What about you, Michael? Um, it would definitely be the crisps. Will you try that at home? Yeah. What about you, Alana and Senya? I like the smoothies. Yeah? Yeah, and I was quite surprised that the one with the peels tasted nice because I wouldn't think that it would taste that nice, but it actually tasted very nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, you said that you like the soup that uh, was made from the waste. I preferred. You preferred it. Were you surprised? Yeah. Definitely the smoothie with the peels. I, I was going to try that. I thought it tasted quite nice, and I was very surprised. Alana, you scored this the first soup that was the green one you didn't like it well they were both really thick and like stringy now that <laughs> but now that you know that the the first one contained these leftovers what do you think i think it was good because i wouldn't expect it the i was actually trying to figure out which one was the leftovers one like i didn't know if i'd known i probably wouldn't but so now would you eat it again if it was a bit thinner <laughs> i'm sorry it does need to be thinner. You know, that's why we have people like you tasting the products to identify the attributes that we need to change. So we need to add more liquid to it to make it thinner and decrease the viscosity. If any of you are interested in helping Maria and Shelley with taste testing, they're always looking for new volunteers. And you can contact them by email at mariadermiki at atu.ie N-A-R-I-A dot D-E-R-M-I-K-I at A-T-U dot I-E. A heartfelt thank you to the students who really got stuck in and offered such an interesting range of opinions. They did a great job and they left us all with some food for thought. I hope you'll tune in again next week for more. Anyone for soup?